0: This Week our Collective Heads Wanna put an old rumor to bed Stereotype that you've all heard How we're all just angry video game nerds Most of us have actual jobs Kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah This Week our Collective Heads This Week our Collective Heads Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Kevin, joined on my right, your left, by my favorite unpublished author, Patrick. (laughs) Um, What? I have too many projects.
1: I have way too many projects. (laughs) We'll we'll talk about that another time. Let's talk about gaming news. Uh, That's what you're here for. Uh, Every single week we give you gaming news, uh, whether you like it or not. And whether there's news or not, uh, we try to be there to ramble on, uh, you know, because it's fun. We, we try to start out with backwards compatible games every single month, uh, sorry, every single week, because usually there's some backwards compatible stuff, and this week we got some good stuff. Uh, yeah, so we got uh, Tom Clancy, uh, another Tom Clancy game I haven't played. <laughs>
0: but uh, Actually, yeah. funny story about this one. Um, Ghost Recon Future Soldier was actually the, the featured game in Tandem Cannon's last episode. Really? Like, like two days before... Uh, before this actually became, they're like, "Oh, you should definitely play this game." Um, the AI is apparently really, really good, mm-hmm. um, and you you roll out with a squad of three or four, and you get like backstories on these characters, and yeah, it seems like a really cool deal. Uh, it tells me that Major Nelson probably has a tandem cannon listener. Yeah, that makes sense. That's the sure why not, the and, and, and and he just made it happen in forty eight hours. Of
1: course, why not? <laughs> We also got uh, Metal Gear Solid. Uh, This is the uh, HD collection that was on, um, uh, that was on Xbox. That does not have Metal. It has uh, what is it? It has Metal Gear. It has Metal Gear Solid Two. It does not have Metal Gear Solid. Um, My notes say Peace Walker HD edition. Was it Peace Walker? I thought it was. uh, Oh, it was Peace Walker HD. Sorry. I thought this was the. uh, My apologies. Uh, There is a collection on on Xbox that has um, uh, a. A collection of three or four games and it doesn't have metal gear solid but it has metal gear solid two i think it's i think it's two three um and also peace walker if i'm not mistaken okay uh, but either way it was irritating sorry it was i was just getting flashbacks of, of being in the uh, uh being in the game and and going off about how how the hell can you have a called metal gear collection without metal gear solid i mean don't know The answer is they want money. They want my separate money to pay pay 20 bucks or so uh, for it to stand alone. That's what it is. Everyone wants that game. That's like if they do a Zelda collection, they're not going to have... If they do a Zelda collection on Switch, they're not going to have Link to the Past, and they're not going to have Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Probably not have Majora's Mask, but they'll throw in like, oh, look, you get a Phantom Hourglass, and you get, um, I don't know, something else. But (laughs) not the ones we want.
0: And then the last one we have on here is, is Axel or Pixel. And I forget, did, did you play this or did I? Uh,
1: I, didn't. I have not played Axel or
0: Pixel. Okay, well, I, I definitely played Axel and Pixel. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's about a, a car that is trying to escape into a digital world. Ooh. Um, so he, he makes friends uh, via a link-up. Like, you know how, how now whenever you go in to get your car diagnosed, they, like, plug your car into a computer, right? Yep. So he makes friends with the operating system that you plug into and he calls it Pixel. And it becomes they they both kind of become self-aware because of the particulars of the connection. But anyway, that's that's not important. That's just the story. Yeah. But Axel and Pixel become friends and and he's he's trying to escape into a digital world because um, he has a setup, uh, the car does, where where he has like computer screens where, where they play PlayStation and stuff. Or, okay. I, I'm sorry, not Playstation, Xbox definitely xbox definitely xbox (laughs) so (laughs) because it's an xbox game
1: xbox exclusive right was an xbox exclusive yes
0: right and so and so axel and pixel are trying to to join up and meet up in the game that he sees on his monitors Ah. and so so you're 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 driving to all these super secret government locations and then uh then you switch and you play as pixel and you're trying to infiltrate these systems and so it's got like the uh Metal Gear, what were the, the VR missions? Yeah. Remember those? So basically those like, Right. So there's there's the the racing parts where you're trying to get to these destinations and then you have to hide like need for speed. And so okay. th- that is that is the, the, the game and I'll go ahead and spoil the ending because I'm making all the rest of this up too. But uh, when you when they when they actually meet in person they fall in love and they ride off into a digital sunset. Oh, it's it's kinda of That's adorable. Yes. Also <laughs> fake. Uh, also a fake. If you haven't watched the show before, what we do is, whenever we don't know one of the backwards compatible games, we make them up. And I have a lot of fun with it, you have a lot of fun with it, and so... We all have a lot of fun
1: with it. Sorry, I was trying to trying to find some notes, and I apologize, I messed up the video there. The story that I just described does not exist, but it should. Yeah, it should. It should. You broke up a little bit there, but let's keep going, so let's see what we can do. All right. um, oh, we sorry, we also got a... Uh, oh, sorry, I'm again uh lost my notes so go ahead and tell me what the next one was while i try to
0: find it here right, so the the next thing that we have is um is we have twitch prime is now including yes. monthly free titles which i'm really excited about because i love free games and twitch prime is included for all of those of you who have amazon prime yep um, so it won't thing. be
1: an extra cost if you already are an amazon prime member which is fantastic which is great i love that i love exactly. that. exactly
0: yeah. And, and some of the games are, are surprisingly good um, they this month they have super hot shadow tactics oxen free and mr. shifty um, oh and sorry and then uh, tales from candle keep yes. tomb of annihilation which is yes. a D&D. Yeah. yes it is so I'm I you know we really should be making these up too if we don't know them but um, I actually actually know these these first ones um, super hot is is the mm-hmm. time only moves when you do yep shadow tactics is a is a uh, ninja game with uh, or not a ninja game but like a, a stealth game where you're trying to do um, basically tactics and black ops and that kind of thing oxen free we've played for the uh, for the the games with gold Mm-hmm. Um, and then Mr. Shifty is a game where you're you're basically like a a uh, you're a secret agent, but you have Nightcrawler's ability, and so you can like jump through walls and stuff yep. to take everybody out. And it looks like a heck of a lot of fun. Um, the only one I don't know is D and D Tales from Candlekeep, which I've read. I've read parts of the module, so okay.
1: like. I know about the module in regards to um, a little bit, but really, um, it's it was kind of one of those things I was kind of skimming through, in, in preparing for some D and D and Pathfinder stuff. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's again, it's another uh, it's another way Wizards of the Coast is trying to get Dungeons and Dragons into the forefront for uh, for people to play D and D other than being on a tabletop. Speaking of that, I will be pre- brief on this, but I've been playing the Magic: The Gathering uh, Arena. Uh, the, <laughs> it's, in, it's in beta right now. Uh, the 22nd uh, is when the NDA comes out, so that is Thursday. I will yeah, have right. multiple videos out for you on then. I'm gonna. I'm. I want to talk about how I feel about Magic: The Gathering. Spoilers, I love it. Uh, also, how it compares to Hearthstone. Uh, for those people who play Hearthstone that haven't played Magic the Gathering, because Hearthstone stole everything from Magic the Gathering. Um, and what they what I will say that Hearthstone's interface is prettier, but Magic the Gathering is basically the same interface as uh, Hearthstone. For the most part, it's the same. So people who play Hearthstone can jump jump in here as long as they understand a couple different mechanics of uh, the differences in the two games. Uh, I like it better than Hearthstone. Um, I can't stop playing.
0: Uh, <laughs> that, made... that is high praise coming from you because you've been playing Hearthstone for <clears throat> for, for several years. years and yeah, yeah, you, um, you, you keep coming back to it. So I built fifteen
1: decks. Yeah. Um, I keep like deleting them, and like the cool thing also is you can clone a deck. So if you're like, oh, I've got this va- this pirates deck or whatever, um, right now there's only two. Um, sets of cards that are available uh and as it builds just like hearthstone it'll build out so you'll have more so pirates and dinosaurs are the two things right now that are like really tribal uh hearthstone uh, sorry uh, uh merfolk are also a thing but uh, i'm like oh i have this really cool pirates deck and then i think i wonder what it would be like if i change out these six cards for these six cards or something to that effect yeah. you can clone the deck and then edit the second one, so that way you have the primary one, and you don't have to like remember what you changed.
0: Okay. It, which so, I think is so, really cool. Be- before I let you go too far into potential NDA territory, that sounds cool, and I'm looking forward to seeing what, what you have to, th- to say about it on Thursday. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh,
1: <laughs> so yeah. Didn't violate um, the NDA, I don't think, on that. We'll see.
0: Okay. <laughs> and then um, we also have April's uh, Twitch Prime games, which is going to be Tales from the Borderlands, uh-huh. which is is an excellent uh telltale game uh steam world dig 2 which i am super excited about because i played that on uh on i guess vita mm-hmm. um <laughs> see i'm already forgetting which games i've played on vita and which ones i just wish were on i had played on switch but that game is also available <laughs> that game is available everywhere um and highly recommended so if you don't have amazon prime steamworld dig 2 just play it uh, Kingsway, uh, I believe that you you get to uh, to tell me all about Kingsway. Oh, Kingsway. Um,
1: so that – Kingsway was a uh, an offshoot. This is the – I can't remember the name of the, the company. It's the company that Blizzard was before they were Blizzard mm-hmm. uh, when they were trying to make uh, their own video games because they were making third-party stuff. They started yeah. making stuff for other people. And uh, they were like, we need to make a game like King's Quest and Space Quest. And they're like, oh – we're gonna do King's Way, okay. uh, and it is it is a uh, really early on, but it is a kind of branching storyline, kind of like Telltale, uh, but this is DOS based. Um, That's impressive. Yeah, it's impressive. Uh, it was it was do- sorry not DOS sorry Windows three point five, uh, and uh, it went uh, it was branching storyline, and uh, to see uh, what the King's Way is, and they were. Pulling a lot from Taoist, like, Eastern um, philosophy in regards to what the way is, in regards to, like, the the self and uh, kind of Nietzsche in there as well. Um, okay. but, but it has kind of this Tim Schafer-esque, like, I want to be funny. Yeah. Um, uh, aspect to it uh but it yeah you have you have relationship building uh in regards to uh, the different people in the communities the different uh like prominent people in the communities and what you do for one of them may outweigh one of the others uh, and there's a little quirkiness in there you know like where you um, uh, you have to you have to find uh, a a woman's chicken to give it back uh sorry you have to find a woman's chicken give that to a grave robber so he'll he'll dig up a grave then you can take the amulet from that grave and give it to an owl and the owl will then uh, fly up onto a tower and light a uh, light for you
0: and naturally and see yeah. those are those are the kind of puzzles that you enjoy and that I, I can never figure out <laughs> exactly. So. exactly and they also don't exist so. yes there, there is that too <laughs> uh, Tokyo 42 however does yes. exist I know a little bit about this one mm-hmm. uh, but this is a, a an isometric game where you're you're playing as a sniper Mm -hmm. And you're going through the various levels. And so it's it's you're you're trying to figure out a vantage point from which you can like you can kind of scout around, uh, but without being noticed by the patrolling guards. And it looked it looked really interesting. Um, I haven't actually played it, but it's it's it kind of looks like a super violent monument valley. Um, and so yeah, it's 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 really colorful and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, and then Dub Wars is is one that, that I've pretended to play. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dub Wars is is about um, basically it's it's Dead Mouse versus Dead Cat and how Dead Mouse came to be um, the the preeminent dubstep artist. Okay. Um, and so it's it's the rivalry between them. And so like it's a competitive rock band type type game, but with uh, the DJ mix. Uh, gameplay elements. Does it have like um, Skrillex and those people like popping in as well? Uh yes. You get to kill Skrillex at the end of the game, which huh. be- because I'm making up the game, and you get to kill Skrillex, <laughs> and I don't like Skrillex. So I like dubstep, but I'm I'm not a fan of Skrillex. I don't like dubstep, so like can't, <laughs> so I couldn't tell you the difference. <laughs> Yeah. So, so there you go. There's there's the free games and the ones that, that we did know and the ones that we didn't know. Mm-hmm. And there you go. So um, I am curious. I wasn't able to figure out how these games are being distributed. Is it through Steam codes or is it – did you – were you able I to get that
1: I, out? I tried to look into it. Uh, I haven't looked into it. I haven't uh, found out yet. Um, I believe okay. it's through Steam Codes. Uh, I will we'll double-check on that. We'll, we'll report back on it. I believe it's okay. on Steam Codes. I would love if they were giving out a uh, code for whichever platform that you want. Uh, however, I don't think... Gosh, that would be um, amazing. It would be, but I don't think they're going to do it. I think that Steam Codes will work better. I think most... The majority of people... Who stream um, even though we have consoles the majority of people who stream stream on on PC
0: so yeah it's true Um, and apparently in the chat we have that we are goofballs so that's confirmed and that's that's not news fake news (laughs) because if you're no that's that's real news because (laughs) I'm just saying that it's everybody who watches this knows this anyway so uh, moving on to real news um, this is a piece that I actually missed last week. Um they that Far Cry Five is releasing with an incredible map editor. Yeah. Um and uh they're they're calling it Far Cry Arcade, which I saw the name and I was like, okay, whatever. And I just kind of moved on. But yeah. uh Far Cry Arcade is, is actually really amazing and, and the the amount of materials they're pulling from from Watch Dogs One, from Assassin's Creed, like Black Flag uh syndicate and uh what's what's the french one with the missing faces unity unity um sorry about that ubisoft love you um (laughs) but but yeah they're they're doing that and then far cry four primal and five so you'll be able to to mix all of this up and to me that sounds amazing and i'm i'm really i'm really looking forward to seeing um, I'm, I'm not going to be building these, but I'm looking forward to seeing what the community makes. Um, uh, yeah And that's I, I'm too. I'm too. Uh, I think building building it would be um, could be a little sorry
1: about the dog. Uh, building it could be a little much. Uh, to me, I will spend way too much time trying to build something and it'll be mediocre. Um, yeah. the, the easiest the, the one thing that I do like about this though is being able to add all these different NPCs. Um, and yeah. because Far Cry, all of the Far Cries have the interaction between the animals as well as interaction within, between the people, yeah. um, I feel like putting like a, the militia from Far Cry 5 against a bunch of woolly mammoths... Right, and
0: then just seeing what happens, or um, or having or having uh, Yetis versus Bears and figuring out what the fair <laughs> ratio is to make it a good fight. Like that, yeah. that to me sounds massively entertaining. And yes. I'm looking, and, and these are just the ones that we're coming up with off the top of our heads. Mm-hmm. A- again, like with Mario Maker, there will there will be people who will do amazing things with this. And yeah. so my my big hope. Um, apparently, three and four also had map editors. I did not even know that had no idea yeah played them so, had no idea yeah so, <laughs> i'm i'm really looking forward to seeing mm-hmm. seeing what this does and what they do with it yeah um, which, which brings on to other far cry here.
1: yeah which brings on to other far cry news the uh the microtransactions in far cry 5
0: mm-hmm.
1: are, are going to be only cosmetic yeah which is great because okay. that's you know if you want to spend five dollars and and give yourself a hat or whatever then go on and and wear whatever I don't know. You know, I mean, they could do all kinds of things in here to just make it funny. Where like you could have like a Canadian tuxedo, you know, like the um, the, the jeans and everything, um, the <laughs> denim, everything. Like they could do so many things that would just be funny that would not break the immersion. And I think that um, I think they'll probably have that balance where uh, you're not gonna have them wearing a chicken suit because um, that'd just be stupid. But oh, and also would give you away as not as a completely not part of the group. But, you know, like, like wearing different biker jackets or whatever, like, yeah, spend money if you want to spend money on that. I'm not, probably not going to, but,
0: um, I will. Yeah. Well, and this is, this is another example of, of kind of the, the the kickback and and how intensely because for a long time we've been we've been saying that it's it felt like that microtransactions were were inevitable and it was just going to keep getting worse and worse and worse and basically it did until battlefront 2 and then the 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 backlash was so huge that everybody from from disney to cnn to like everybody went oh this is this is really bad you should you should stop doing this and and so it seems it seems like the the developers are reacting to um, to what's what's actually happening there. Mm-hmm. And and uh, Battlefront 2 is actually is actually coming back. Um, the microtransactions, as we reported months ago, it feels like um, yeah they, they they removed all microtransactions and they were like hold on we'll be right back um, yeah. so they they they're bringing those back and it's going to be uh, cosmetic only again. Um, I think the loot boxes are still going to be there, um, but star cards are something that you you earn through gameplay, and so somebody who's been playing for you know 50 hours or whatever, is yeah going to still have some of those, but you can't you can't buy your way into into excellence. Correct. And so that's fun. And yeah,
1: and the more the more you play, the more you play. I mean, it's it's not a great balance, but it does reward you just for getting out there. Yeah. I mean, if you get out there and you just die, and that's all, you make no kills. There's actually a, a decent. It's not huge, but like, there's a decent like little bonus that you get in there for really doing nothing. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think I think it's pretty cool uh, that they're doing this just as cosmetic only, um, and I think I think it'll be uh, think it'll be good overall. I think this this year seems to be like the year on many fronts where everyone's like, you know what, I've had enough of this, we're not going to let it happen again. Um, You have the Me Too movement, you have uh, the uh, people uh, protesting for, um, well, some people protesting for bans, but at least reasonable gun control or some action, and then you have have, uh, microtransactions. It's like everybody is kind of standing up and going, hey, you know, we've been complacent, way too long so let's let's do something and i think i think that's really that's really great no matter what side of the aisle you're on i think it's great to be able to stand up and go hey
0: uh let's let's work on this yeah speaking of working on things uh tomb raider one through three are getting remasters um and if you own those games on steam um then it's going to be you you get the the upgrades for free kind of like they did with skyrim and the uh what was that edition called
1: uh, it was the uh, ultimate edition or something. I yeah. can't remember. It's the, it's the remastered, whatever. But uh, which I thought I've, I'm glad that they did that. And this, um, I'm pretty sure I have all. I'm pretty sure I have like five Tomb Raider games in my in my Steam. I have everything in my Steam catalog. Like all of you, I probably have over 300 games that I've only played five of. Uh, but I love Tomb Raider, and I got the I got Tomb Raider and Hitman and a couple others in packs of like, hey. You know, these are games I like, and uh, I've got uh, like uh, Dark Forces, Jedi Knight, and uh, a bunch of others that I'm like, oh, I love this game. I want to play it at one point. You know, and you go, okay, well, I'll spend five dollars for three games, Um, and I'm pretty sure I have these, so I'll try to report back and see uh, see how they do. Um, The uh, I'm curious how the mechanics are on this because uh, this is from a time where 3D was getting really was very new. Yeah. and it was really clunky on trying to do combat where you're like your rotation is like this. Yeah, if you played Resident Evil, you know what I'm talking about.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like that's your rotation. It's tricky. So trying to attack uh, or defend against a bear attacking you while shooting, and you can only shoot forward, and you just you're doing this. It's it's tricky. Was it, so.
0: was it Tomb Raider two that introduced the uh, the move where you could you could do a 180 spin? because yep. that, that, was, that was really useful at the time just because yeah. of how slow it was. Yeah,
1: I will say um, I, I spent... Where other people will say, like, oh, I spent so much time looking at Laura Croft. I, I mean, sure, she's a, she was, you know, for an adolescent kid, she was pretty. But I probably spent more time, uh, instead of oogling her, I spent more time doing the swan dive, you know, because you can do the swan dive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I spent more time doing that off of way too high a cliff just to see her just to see her break (laughs) her neck like i think i did that more than anything else just because i thought it was funny how uh fearless she was just diving in and because it was great if it was like a like 15 foot drop and she would roll and it was like that's great but if it was like a 50 no
0: yeah not sure not sure that that's really better
1: Um, well i just thought it was funny how it, it had nothing to do with violence against women it was specifically like she willingly did a dive. Yeah. Like, and there's just no, like, there's no, um, uh, what's No what's hesitation. The, so there's no hesitation. No. She's just like, ah, crack. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. <laughs> like, she thought something different was going to happen. Yeah. Um, but that was, yeah, again, adolescent adolescent I, uh,
0: Patrick. I, you know. I will admit to doing that to, uh, to Fallout characters that I've had. So oh, yeah. I, I, can't, I can't really judge too harshly because, like, the, the ragdoll physics and the slow-mo and the bleh, yeah. so Just to see what happens. It's fun. Yeah. Um,
1: so we got some news about uh, Square Enix, uh, which is that they're hiring for the Final Fantasy VII uh, remake. Uh, I've seen people on Twitter and other places talking about how, oh, they must not be very far or there must be trouble. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm going to go with the latter. I don't know if it necessarily means trouble because I've seen, uh, I've seen issues in regards to in regards to companies in regards to developers where not the developer top down, but a specific group of people in development uh, leave or a key member leaves, and okay. then they go, okay, how do we go forward with this person when this this person that may not be someone that everyone else knows, but everyone inside is like this person had the vision of what, what they were doing and we need to reevaluate how we're doing this. Um, it, may or may not be a, it may or may not be a problem, I'm just playing devil's advocate, because like I said, I've seen issues, times where uh, a specific key player or a couple players, uh, and, and by players I mean like um, a couple uh, coders or art, artists said, you know what, I'm, I'm done, I'm, I've been working on this project for X amount of time and I'm moving on to something else. And then they go, "Oh crap! How do we? We need to re... We need to refocus." So yeah. it could be that. Uh, it definitely could be that there's trouble in paradise. Um, I don't want there to be. I want. I want to play this game, uh, but at the same time, it could end up being very much like uh, the Last Guardian, And yeah. just tons of hype, and then you play it and you're like, "It's not bad, but <laughs> Last Guardian's not
0: bad, but what it's it? nowhere near, from? huh? Not great." But not oh. History of the world. No, uh actually Star Trek The Next Generation, it's it's when Q meets another member of the Q. Oh, so okay. there's a deep cut for you, uh, okay. next generation fans.
1: I was thinking <laughs> of uh, History of the World where he's like, nice. Not bad, not good, but nice. <laughs> it's true. Yes. Uh, yes. also got some stuff about uh sea-, sea of Thieves, which I'm I'm really excited about Sea of Thieves because it's hilarious and I'll probably um there's there's going to be all kinds of fun stories coming out of this because it's more about the about you as a player playing and creating your own story. Yeah, you have quests and stuff, but you're gonna have all kinds of fun interactions happening as a pirate, yeah. um, which I'm excited about. But the the news here is that they, they that there has been a new human cannonball record uh, that yeah. has been broken, which I think is great. I mean, I I'm assuming they teamed up with this guy because of his uh, I don't know if talent is the right word. Um, definitely courageous. I mean, I'll give him that. Yeah, uh, no doubt.
0: I mean, also, also, this is what GoPros were made for. Yes. that Watching that from first person was incredible. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, I, that's why I said I don't know if I'd call it talent, maybe call it talent, but I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I'd probably chicken out.
0: I mean, I'll be honest. It's... It's 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 definitely a, a talent and a skill that he's that he's developed because um, you don't you don't just load a newbie in to go for a world record. Well, you and can, so I. <laughs> yes, that that is true, Patrick. You can, you, you could have, but,
1: but the but there's more onus on the, on the on the trajectory in regards to the cannon. I don't know if he yeah. also does that part where he's like figuring out the trajectory and the ballistics because to me uh, the physics of that. Depending on the weight, as long as long you can figure out the the, the weight uh, and mass of the person that you're that you're using, yeah. uh, and then and then the you know go from there, figure out the ballistics that you need and the angle. I feel like you could hit that target no matter what. But the only question is is the person going to live? Yeah. Because will they know how to
0: tuck. So and I I'm, think I'm I'm curious about. Okay, so th- this was something that—and w- I promise we'll move on to—move back to gaming news and everything. But, uh, but I'm curious, what, what are the limitations on, on how far you can launch a human cannonball? Like, what is it, what is it that keeps you from being able to, to launch them past whatever the current record is? I anyway, don't know. They, I don't they, know enough they... about the
1: inner ballistics of a human cannonball cannon. <laughs> Which I think is what we would need to yeah. to dig further on that. I need to know how how one is launched
0: out of there to not literally burn them burn their britches. So there you go. <laughs> so we will we will look into that and or forget entirely about it. But moving on to the next story, um, we have uh, more Monster Hunter news. Uh, Dante from DMC is going to show up in an armor set in into Monster Hunter. And okay for me. As an as an owner of of Monster Hunter, these continue to to impress, surprise, and make me happy, um, because Capcom is digging deep into into their their archives. We've got we've got Aloy, who is who's not even Capcom. We've got yeah. Mega Man. We've got Dante. We've got all these different things, and it's just it's just been so much fun to watch the because this is a strange game, and it's it's a wonderful and bizarre yeah. game, and it's been really fun to watch. Um, how far they're willing to take this, and they can appreciate, yeah, this game is weird. Mm-hmm.
1: Deal with it. It's weird, and for the most part, it doesn't break immersion because of the world that they built. A lot of this doesn't break the immersion of the uh, of the world. Um, you already have a fantastical world that has um, you know these amazing creatures, but also relatively advanced science for. For what you're looking at, I mean, it's quasi steampunky, um, and I think it works well where you can bring in these characters, and you're like, "Oh, yeah, he's from this other land. He's fine. Yeah, like, you don't even have to. <laughs> it, it, it's not. It's not like um, you know, doing like a, a regular D and D campaign, and then you've got a spaceship and a DeLorean, right. and that's right. Ultima, and that just doesn't make sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but what does make sense is Mario Kart. And I love In, Mario real, Kart. Life. in yes. real life, uh, this is through Niagara Falls. Niagara Speedway uh, is creating a life-size Mario Kart track of sorts, which yeah. I think they is removed the normal. weapons and that's okay. I personally think it would be really funny to be able to get bonuses, to have a have a screen in front of you, like a like a tablet, an iPad. Yeah. Through specific checkpoints, you get specific bonuses. Where you can either stall someone out behind you or stall someone out in front of you, and it just stops, it just cuts their engine for a minute, and then turns it back on. Okay. I just think it would be funny, and it wouldn't be, um, it wouldn't be too hard uh, on the um, on the carts themselves. I think it would be hilarious. It'd be easiest to do in um, uh, in ele- electronic. Uh, or you could just throttle it down not turn off the engine but th- like disengage the uh, the accelerator for a moment and then let it re-engage yeah. it's gonna be enough to like if you do that for two seconds it's gonna be enough for the person behind you to speed up a little bit yeah I think that would be cool
0: but either way this is this looks really fun yeah and I, mean, and I love I love carts yeah carts are so much fun and I like I like Mario Kart because you know being human but yeah uh writing writing cards in real life is is so much fun and yeah, i i love every chance i get to do it so so yeah i think this is a pretty cool thing yeah i'd do it yeah and speaking of things that we would do and we're interested in uh well at least me i don't know how you feel about the genesis classics collection but, I, uh, I was a Genesis kid. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> there, <laughs> the, Sega, the Sega Genesis, Genesis Classics uh, was leaked and then confirmed, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I think I, I've talked about this before, but I uh, my, my brother had an NES that he gave to me. Mm-hmm. But the Genesis was my first console that was mine, and, and I got form that was given to me. That yeah. was not a hand-me-down. Uh, and I had that instead of a Super Nintendo. And I I think this is this is great. This is coming out on uh, on Xbox One and uh, PlayStation Four. Um, that being said, NPC. Oh, and PC, yeah. That being said, uh, I I'm looking at my uh, at my Super Nintendo uh, Classic, which I've modded to play those games. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, I mean they, they may they may be better on this, but playing it. Playing it on that style of hardware to me is still there's something about playing it on that style of hardware as opposed to uh, playing it modern on controllers, a PS4 yeah. modern controller doesn't feel right. Um, I would love I haven't seen this online so let us know in the comments if you've seen this. Uh, I would love to know if anyone has made a Genesis style controller that adapts to uh, that that connects to the uh, connector on the Super Nintendo or just a USB to that proprietary connector I'm sure that no one's been able to do it because it's proprietary yeah the only reason that I'm saying that is because I have Genesis games on my Super Nintendo classic because I um, own them and uh, I would love to be able to plug in I have a USB uh, super a USB Sega Genesis controller so I can yeah. play se- uh, through emulation I would love to be able to plug that into my Super Nintendo classic and play it, but probably not something I can do I'll probably just be able to play it on on um, probably just stick to emulators on on pc for that but there's something about that old school uh controller as opposed to modern when you're playing an old school game it it just feels better it really does
0: yeah um yeah and, and we 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 maybe should have mentioned this earlier when we were talking about tomb raider but uh shadow of the tomb raider is our next news item on the list yeah and um that's something that has been has been brought up to uh it's it's going it was it was leaked first because that's what shadow of the empire is (laughs) shadow
1: of the tomb raider you mean and your audio is uh cut out but um yeah i think you mean shadow the tomb raider uh, on that so this is the third um tomb raider game in the uh the reboot uh as it were the which I'm looking forward to because I liked the other ones. I really like what they're doing with Lara Croft on this. Um, Speaking of Lara Croft, because we should have talked about this earlier as well, apparently the Tomb Raider movie is bombing. And makes me sad for for video games, uh, for video game movies, because there is so much potential to certain intellectual properties in video games to make a movie of. And this is one that I think would work really well. And unfortunately didn't do very well on this and there's a lot of body shaming that's been going on in regards to critics uh, talking about how she's not she's not sexy enough and that just irritates me because um, that's the whole point of the new Tomb Raider franchise is to be like hey let's make her a person and yeah it just irritates me that the critics would, uh, would attack her on that I heard she's good though unfortunately we lost your audio still um but i'm gonna go to the uh, next one while we figure that out um which is to do uh, soul Calibur because i'm not a big soul Calibur fan kevin probably is and he's not able to talk right now because his, his audio is not working uh but new soul Calibur, uh soul Calibur six is uh, going to include uh uh which the witcher um protagonist geralt geralt whatever um which i'm I mean, this is something that they do a lot, which, uh, which is you know, bringing in characters that are not part of the Soul Calibur series. We've had Yoda, uh, throw, show up in, in Soul Calibur, so it's not unlike the series to have this happen. Um, one thing that I personally think is funny, which has nothing to do with this game though, is that they talk, they call him the White Wolf in there, and then um, uh, quasi spoilers for Marvel stuff, but it's been a couple months. Uh, uh, actually, you know what? I think it was in the deleted scene for Captain, for Captain America Civil War so eat it. Uh, Bucky Barnes is referred to as the White Wolf um, which is a character from uh, Black Panther series um, and when people showed, talked about him being White Wolf or referred to as White Wolf, everyone said, they stole that from Witcher. I'm like, no, they stole that from that's, that's a Marvel thing. Plus, it's a generic enough thing. White Wolf. I mean, first of all, you have the uh, I can hear you now, a little bit. Uh, now I can hear you. Um, but uh, yeah, it's generic enough, and you also have the uh, alliteration of Ws, so I don't yeah. think it, it wasn't stolen from anybody. I think it's common enough. Um, I do like, by the way, you haven't seen uh, Black Panther yet, but this doesn't, this doesn't spoil anything. Uh, one of the characters in that, uh, Umbaku, which is uh, the leader of one of the other tribes of Wakanda, Mm -hmm. um so in the comics uh his he is uh called man ape nice and they uh and he dresses up like an ape and they smartly chose to uh to change that because there's so much positivity in in the black panther movie that they were like let's not try to do something that may be construed as quasi-racist um because yeah um and they they changed some stuff for Infinity War too but I'll talk about that
0: later yeah while I was muted I I was able to come up with the the alliteration that you're looking for and um it's Soul Calibur welcomes the witcher's white wolf Geralt well that works so yeah there you go (laughs) there's all the alliteration you need for today um we have a bit more news um as far as um as far as uh twitch which is which is fun um an absolutely massive and i i suspect that most people uh heard about this in some form or fashion yeah. but uh drake came on and to uh to ninja fantastic I, I forget his full name but basically he goes by ninja in the stream yeah and um and he showed up and they broke all kinds of records uh the previous record for uh, freaking current watchers on uh on Twitch was like 380,000. They busted all the way up past 600,000. Yeah. And he has he he got 90,000 subs on Twitch in, in in an evening, which is absolutely insane. And That's he has crazy. tripled the subs of the the uh the second place person, which is crazy. And it's yeah. it's I don't know. I I I think it's entertaining and fun to to see to see where they're able to bring up, um, yeah.
1: The thing that I thought was funny about it was um, the the fact that you don't get to see Drake play anything. Yeah, because that was the whole the whole thing where everyone's like, "Oh, uh, Drake's playing Fortnite." And I mean, uh, let's let's. I mean, I'm not saying that he wasn't. I'm just saying like you don't get to see it. You don't get to see him play. You don't get to see what he did. You get to see Ninja, who is, uh, as he likes to say, better than you at Fortnite, um, which he's a Ton better than me. Uh, yeah, no kidding. I I would I would think that uh, I mean if I if I had the connections um, then I would totally do that and bring in people kind of like um, uh, what's his name Conan O'Brien does where he yeah. brings in like I think I feel like that. Doing that for uh, like an hour or so with a celebrity would be hilarious. I don't need it edited. Conan O'Brien edits that down, (laughs) where they play a specific thing and they just bring out like you know they edit and just have the funny, funny quips or whatever. I will, I will, I would pay to. I would, I would uh, not. I don't know pay, but I would watch the heck out of random celebrities playing video games. I don't care how. Uh, like with in an online scenario like this, with someone who knows what they're doing, I yeah. would pay. I don't care what the skill level of the person is, or if they just want to sit there and give commentary. Like,
0: like Terry Crews is a gamer. Yeah, Terry Ter- Crews Terry is a gamer. Yeah. Highly suggested that you that you check out Terry Crews on Twitch because he's hilarious. It, he's not only is he hilarious.
1: I love that he did it because he was like, it wasn't that he was disinterested in games, but his son was gaming, and he's like whoa, I am not. I don't understand what, where my son's coming from on this, and like I want to do something with him. So he started yeah. playing video games with his son, um, and he probably played video games before that, but that was the big catalyst for him. Uh, the, this play right here, if you're watching that, was insane. He literally built walls in front of, a, of someone to make sure that they couldn't shoot him, and then waited for the person to walk out from there, and then he got him. I mean, he's so yeah, much he, better than me he, at this he, games. He, he's a lot better than either of us. <laughs> I like and- I like Fortnite, but I mean he's right. When when someone is like I'm the best, like uh, uh, if you if you uh, watched YouTube back in the day, um, uh, Athene was called himself the best paladin in the world for World of Warcraft, and you were like oh this guy's so arrogant, and he had his girlfriend come in and and uh, and he was just talking about how like it was it was just you know sexualization of her just to do it, and uh, yeah. and you're like oh this guy's so arrogant, and then you'd see him play and you're like oh. <laughs> okay, yeah, he's actually really good, and he yeah. and he's just he's just milking it, um, which I thought was really funny. This guy's not milking it; he's just showing. He's like, "Look, I'm better. I'm better." So, I think it's cool that Drake did that. Um, I don't like Drake. I mean, not that I not that I hate him or anything. I have uh, a little bit more respect for him than than uh, Jay Z, I guess. I don't know. Like, okay, I just I don't get it. Um, I mean, part of it's because I hate when people sample amazing songs and then no one knows what the heck they sampled so yeah. they just get credit for it so yeah
0: but back into video games uh sonic mania plus is uh sonic mania came out last year and this is this is plus they're doing a physical release uh limited edition um and they're they're uh putting classic characters which nobody was asking for that that wasn't a thing that anybody was was requesting but they're putting like shadow and uh, knuckles maybe but, uh, I'm
1: okay with those, but who, but but who the heck is Mighty and Ray? Because they're new playable characters
0: that I feel like I don't, I don't know why I would want to play them. Um, like, I've not that's been told. Mighty Number no. Nine and Ray, from Mighty Number no. Nine. Oh, so I care less than I previously. Exactly, cared. you you care in a in a negative capacity.
1: Yep. Uh, knuckles, that's cool because knuckles I didn't I mean you I've not been able to play on like a Sonic 1 or just his, his different abilities I think would be interesting. Yeah. I mean he obviously does not play as fast as, as Sonic or Tails, but I think that's I think that's cool. Yeah uh, I don't know what encore mode is, uh, but four player comp- uh, com- competition mode, I hope it means four player competition
0: split screen timed. Because yes, those two those players were a lot back when back when they let us man. do that on Sonic Two, and, and I'm I'm I could be about the races. I'm I'm I'm, yeah. I'm I'm interested in the races.
1: I I could be I'm as long as I'm paired with other people who are as mediocre as I am with Sonic because I'm not a speedrunner. I like playing the game, but uh, I don't know. Like Sonic to me, it's like it's a mix of 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 exploration and speed, um, mm-hmm. and hyperbole. So. As you, long as you have those things. I'm okay.
0: And then uh, the the last bit of of uh, gaming news that we have for this week is PUBG is launching onto mobile, which we told you last week that that Fortnite was moving to mobile. Fortnite has crossplay. As far as I can tell, uh, PUBG is not planning on that, um, but they do have a a limited run right now. It's it's in the same version. Uh, uh, it's 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 in a beta that they're they're allowing people to play on mobile. Um, yeah. So, but again, Fortnite already trumped them and already did it better. And so it's, it's, it's been amazing to me to watch how, and I mean, Fortnite is not even a game that I play. I'm just fascinated by how, how it's done. And, and just watching, watching that has been entertaining. I, yeah.
1: I think to me, I think Fortnite uh, is easier to jump in and just go. Uh, Player unknown has a lot more subtleties involved. Um, I think that uh, that's not to say that someone who plays Fortnite is, is a lesser player or less skilled. Um, there are different skill sets, like you saw the building in and, and Fortnite. Uh, you can yeah. build stairs and walls, which is really cool because the idea is, the idea that they created on it, kind of like Rocket League, the idea be- behind the rockets in Rocket League was, oh, let's make them propel and go yeah. faster. And then someone went, hey, if I do this right, I can fly. Yeah. And then it changed the whole game so the idea for fortnite was oh let's let you be able to build a structure and then you could hide yourself like some people will build a uh a, like a, 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 i think you saw on there someone some people build like four walls around them they'll heal themselves and, and figure out what they need to do yeah. and then they'll go out from there it's like okay that's cool some people will build stairways up into a, up to a mountain so instead of having to try to climb up the mountain or like around it you just climb you just go up the stairs or in that case, I don't think developers ever thought someone was going to build multiple walls around another player as a defensive mechanism. I thought that was really yeah. cool.
0: Yeah. It's, I, I, I love watching the creativity in Fortnite, and that's, yeah. that's one of the reasons that I, I prefer it to PUBG. But yeah. for those of you who are interested in PUBG, that's coming to mobile.
1: I'm, I'm curious how it is on mobile, uh, considering when they brought it onto Xbox, uh, it was virtu- <laughs> I mean, you basically couldn't shoot anybody yeah, as yeah. long as they were, like, in a car— um, so you, if you just got a vehicle and you just drove around, you're fine. Um, so I don't know how it's going to be because the frame rate was horrible on Xbox, including the Xbox One X. So we'll see how it does on a uh, on a mobile platform. Um, and this proves, this proves to me if you can do that on a mobile platform, there's no reason that PUBG or, in my opinion, Fortnite can't just come to Switch. There's so many games that can come to Switch. Yeah, uh, that can use the hardware, um, and would and would be great on Switch. And I'm I'm glad more are coming uh, there. I just mean uh, I hate when a developer says, "Oh, I'm not interested. Like that can't be done." Like, yeah, I can't. Yes, it can yes. yes, you put Skyrim on that. You put Doom on that. Come on, it's fine. Uh, anyways, that's that's it for the gaming news this week. Let us know in the comments uh, what you thought about uh, about that. And if you like uh, PUBG or uh, if you like. Uh, player and sorry, if you like PUBG or if you like Fortnite better, or if you like H One Z One, which is going free to so, play. So
0: okay, stuff. and we do we do have one more thing uh, before we head out. Uh, we got a review on on Facebook, and we really appreciate the reviews because that that kind of boosts our visibility and and lets people know what they're getting into. Sure. So we had this review from Alex Platt. Um, he said, "So I'm not a huge gamer. Like Spyro is still one of my favorites type." But what I'm loving about listening to these guys is they make video games slash media feel accessible. It is clear they both have lives outside of this and still manage to fit these things in. And something that jumped out at me is they usually talk about how much investment a game takes. That is invaluable to me. Otherwise, a great and comprehensive roundup of what's happening in the world by a couple of guys that are down to earth and don't make me feel inferior for not being in, already in the know. That's Thank cool. you guys for doing what you do.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I really thank you, Alex. We really, we really appreciate that. Um, that's kind of the whole idea behind this: is that any like anyone can be a gamer. Anyone can be can play these games. Um, I mean, you have uh, like even the even the inaccessible games like Dark Souls. Just go and play it. Have fun. Um, some yeah. games like and i I really appreciate that review because that's that's what we're see. It's what we really sought out to do. We want to. If you're not invested in the culture, if you're not already ingrained in it, like we are, where we are on gaming websites all the time looking at news, we want you. We don't want you to miss something that you may like. Like you said, Spyro may be your thing. And if a new Spyro thing comes out, we want to be able to tell you guys about that. So thank you for the for the review. Like that that means a lot to us. Welcome to the topic of the episode show, the weekly topic, or we try to have a weekly show at least, uh, where we give you a topic to talk about, and you tell us what you think about the topic, and hopefully you tell us more than we tell you. Uh, It's kind of our feedback uh, uh, for the show. We want you to tell us what you think about uh, not only us, but also stuff that we like and you like too. Uh, this week's topic was uh, your dream list for a licensed uh, uh, IP, licensed IP, uh, intellectual property outside of gaming to be brought into in, into gaming. Um, I, I, now, this is a dream list. This, In my opinion, I think it should include ones that have been done, but haven't been done right, maybe. Yeah, uh, definitely. But, but like, uh, for instance... Uh, i know alex uh on on facebook mentioned quite a few one of the ones that he mentioned was uh was dune but done in a uh chrono was it was a chrono cross chrono trigger chrono yeah. trigger uh a chrono trigger aspect i think that's great dune has had a real-time strategy uh, uh offshoot uh license yeah. game and it wasn't it was eh. but dune is a great series that you know there's there's enough to be to, to be pulled in that way um if we're talking outside of gaming, inside of gaming, I want a Diablo MMO. That's what I've been wanting forever, and it's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but but outside of uh, of gaming, I think that um, I think Ready Player One would be cool, but that's quasi inside. So let's go with Matrix. I think okay. that the Matrix has not had a really good um, uh, really good uh, game. And the other one that I would go with is Pirates of the Caribbean. That just keeps losing keeps missing the mark every time they try to do something it misses the mark and casual gamers and hardcore gamers get disinterested when they play the games uh, not to not to be confused with the Lego adaptation because Lego does everything right
0: yes. Yeah. Um Alex also mentioned um, a Doctor Who adventure that goes through the entirety of the Doctor's history. I think that would be a lot of fun um, as one to to be a companion and jump between doctors. I think that would be a lot of fun. That would be um, really cool. He said a game based on the Deathworld trilogy. I'm I'm not actually familiar with that. Do you know Deathworld?
1: I it's not ringing a bell, honestly. Okay. I feel bad not knowing. So
0: that. Good luck, Alex. We hope you get that someday. And yes. then he said, uh, "Modern take on Nightmare on Elm Street, where you don't know if you're good or bad, kind of like Part two. I thought I thought that would be really interesting.
1: Part Two, that, that, yeah, I think that that would be that would be interesting. Part so Part Two deals with like uh, possibly you being evil or possibly being groomed to be evil. So I think that's that's kind of cool. Um, I'd like to see um, I'd like to see Sandman done, um, the Vertigo Neil Gaiman uh line i think that would be really cool um i think there's a lot of really cool stories that could be told within that um there's there's so much that could be done uh i think that another one that i think would be fun would be fun but also really funny would be like running man like the 80s um the 80s (laughs) movie like i think that would be really cool um Alien has had a bunch. Alien, uh, I, th- I would like to see a good Alien game, because I feel like, to me, the last good Alien game was mm-hmm. Alien 3 on the Genesis. I think that's been way too long. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'd also like to see a good Blade Runner uh, game. Um, I think that'd be really cool. Uh, and the other one that uh, I I think that there's this has been a development hell forever, but Wheel of Time. Yeah. Um, partially because selfishly I want to play it as a video game. Because I've tried to get into the books so many times, <laughs> I I have read the first half of the uh, of the Eye of the World, the first Wheel of Time book, I think six times. Yeah, and I just I just lose momentum. And I, the fact that I can read Dune, and I and I and that to Dune is dry, but it keeps me moving. Wheel of know. Time, it's just it just keep it's the Tolkien kind of idea of. Like all right, we're gonna have uh, six pages on on the trees and the uh, the the history of all this. Like I don't need to know. Yeah, I don't need to know the history of the trees. I'm sorry, not well, that much.
0: <laughs> well, staying staying in fantasy though, uh, the two that I would really love to see is yeah. um, Sword of Shannara, um, that that entire series, but in particular the first book um, is. I think that it would be very well and easily adapted to a video game Mm -hmm. Um, and the fact that you would you would have um, by about midway through you would have a party of spoilers for a book that came out in 1987 Um, you would have a a class of of a Highlander a quasi human Hobbit almost Mm -hmm. Um, you'd have two dwarves and and a mage and like you, you would be able to to go That's through and do that. Yeah. And then um, the other one is Dragonlance, which Dragonlance was originally a d and D campaign that was written. So all of the characters are unique; they have their own their own uh, weaknesses, strengths, foibles, and and all of them are are designed in such a way that they would make a really excellent class. And I would love to see that, where you could play it like Dragon's Age uh, Origins in particular. Mm-hmm but I would want you to be able to switch between the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, Origins stretch the limits with, um, in my opinion, with uh, fully active uh, but pausable action um, with three players. But I think that if you could, if you could s- strain the story a little bit and allow them to split up into groups of three at more regular intervals, I think that that's something that, that could work really well. That could be cool. And then the last one we have on here is, is from Duncan um, he says uh, I've been watching Altered Carbon and a game where you have to download into a sleeve with different characteristics and deal with the situation that would be fun
1: I would like that if you could do a game like that and it had the mechanic of um, zombie for Wii U and now it's on other things uh-huh. every time you die in that game you come back as a different person
0: right then, and then, like and then a, your 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 body becomes uh, another one of the antagonists yes
1: i would i would like that in a in a game where uh you you die and you re-sleeve and yeah. like maybe it's someone who like they've hacked in so they they're sleeving you into whatever is available so your uh whoever you sleeve into has random stats Ooh, that so sounds fun it's like and and you know, maybe not 100% random, but, like, 10 to 15 or so, like, archetypes. And it's like, oh, well, this guy's really good at this, and this girl's really good at this. And every time you sleeve in, you sleeve into someone who has... And you don't know what it's going to be, um, uh, which would be really cool, because, you know, maybe a certain person's faster or can jump higher um, yeah. and has different bonuses. I think it'd be, I think it'd be really interesting.
0: And then uh, from the chat, Green Crayon says, uh, "Spirited Away." Okay, I think I think I think there's a couple of Studio Ghibli movies that would, that would work really well for yeah. for this. Yeah,
1: I I think they would work well to me. They they could work well, but it would be all dependent on the story.
0: Well, I mean, in in. What, what I chose to do for the for the question as I posted was if you could be guaranteed that it would be good. And yes, a lot of these would be really, really hard and huge budget projects. Sure. But um, there is there is the potential there and the people exist to to make these products. Plus, it's a wish list. It's a wish list. Deal We'd with you,
1: it. If you got whatever
0: you wanted, you could give it. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Cool. Anyways, let us know in the comments uh, what your favorite uh, IP is that you wish you'd have a video game of and how you would think it would be done well or better than it currently has been done yeah see you guys later